If the spirit of the ruler rises against you, do not leave your post. Welcome back to the Hackberry House, a daily podcast devoted to the Word of God and the persecuted church of North Korea. My name is Bob, and this is podcast number 235. It's August the 2nd, 2015. Well, today, indeed, the spirit of the ruler of North Korea has risen against his own people, but North Korean Christians stay at their post, the post that God gave them before the foundation of the world. They inspire us to keep at our post. I uh, have many heart-rending stories to share with you, but I, two weeks ago I started sharing the history of all of this, and I wanted to pick up on that a little bit this time around, if I may. The 1995 1998, about four years there, North Korean famine starved to death an estimated 2 million people, about 10% of the population, and shook North Korea's faith in Juche, which is their governmental system, kind of a communism plus Kim in North Korea. The closed, self-reliant economic model that it espoused was supposed to beat capitalism and conquer the world. Yet, there they were, unable to even feed themselves. That famine sent waves of North Koreans across the northern border in search of food in China. What they also found in China was an outside world that was economically and technologically far more advanced than their own. In stark contrast to what they had been told by Kim Il-sung and Kim Jong-il, his son, who is the father of the present emperor, the fact that North Koreans are beginning to recognize the economic and spiritual bankruptcy of Juche is evidenced by the recent resurgence of shamanism. Having had their faith in Juche rocked, the North Koreans are turning to gods other than Kim Il-sung. The rebellion has already begun, at least spiritually. One of David Hawke's interviewees, and we're following a study of David Hawke quite some time ago, one of the people that he interviewed disclosed this, fortune tellers are supposed to be arrested, but in reality, They are not because even government officers, military officers, and police officers go to fortune tellers in North Korea. I believe you can find a fortune telling house roughly every two kilometers. Another one added, Mudong and fortune tellers are very active in North Korea, but they're still illegal. However, even when their activities are disclosed and they are arrested by the authorities, they are released right away. North Korean authorities are making an effort to obliterate Christianity only. Why Christianity only? Hawk writes, quote, interviewee number 29, a former group, I'm sorry, we've got a the type of uh, prison here that I won't try to pronounce in Korean former police official who became disillusioned and fled to China and subsequently to South Korea, reported that North Korean officials 
are anxious to catch believers because they fear that Christianity one day will defeat Juche. So what's fueling that fear about Christianity? The secret increasingly being unveiled is that not only is there Christianity, true Christianity in North Korea, but that Christianity is actually expanding. As evidenced by seven of Hawk's 40 interviewees, some of the Christians predate the Korean War and have worshipped in secret for over half a century. Others became Christian after hearing the gospel in China. Still others, through their life-risking evangelism. Interviewee number 10 brought back a Bible from China, which she and her mother secretly read at home under a blanket. She also listened to the Christian radio station from South Korea and told her older sister and her husband about the gospel. Interviewee 13 is a young woman from a pre-Korean War Christian family. Her mother and her mother's friends continue to gather to worship secretly in Hamhung, an industrial city near the East Sea, where many Christian families had been exiled after the Korean War. Number 16, a woman in her 60s, also from Hamhung, knew about eight persons who were Christians who met secretly in groups of three and four to read handwritten Bible verses. Number 17 from North Pyongan province had a Christian mother who attended church until 1947 and who kept her Bible. She had a friend in a city near Sinujiu, also near the border with China, who listened to Far Eastern Broadcasting, which is a South Korean Christian radio station. Interviewee 18 from Musan also had a pre-Korean War Christian mother who continued to worship in secret with two relatives, using a Bible that her grandfather had brought back from Japan years ago. Interviewee 22 never saw any organized worship, but in prison there was a, quote, crazy woman in her 60s who kept praying to God to save her. Another fellow prisoner from Namyang, Ansung County, was in jail for a year because a Bible had been found in his house. Interviewee 32 was from Musan. She participated in an underground church of 12 members, all relatives, who received missionaries from China just across the river. So how many Christians are in North Korea? Well, there's no official statistics, obviously. But the following account from another Hawk interviewee reveals an intriguing detail. Interviewee number 14 told of his interrogation in the unsung prison in 2001. The interrogators told the 68 persons being held in this small jail that all the followers of Jesus were to stand up. Six did and were immediately taken away. The guards said that the six had been executed. 
However, the detainees later learned that the six had been taken away, in fact, to another political penal labor colony at Jongsung. Interviewee 14 himself, after being deprived of food and sleep through seven long interrogations, finally gave up and confessed to belief. He was offered the opportunity to renounce his faith, pledge his loyalty to the party, and be sent to a another training camp or mobile labor brigade. Well, the six of 68 detainees above weren't just Christians. They were Christians willing to stand up for Jesus and risk being executed. The fact that the interrogators then tortured the rest indicates that they believed other Christians were in that group. The interviewee was one of them, which means that at least 10% of the group were Christians. How many of the others in the group were Christians? More to the point, what percent of the North Korean population is Christian today? Well, we won't know for sure until the Lord grants religious freedom in North Korea, but if the small sample above is reflective of the whole population, that number may turn out to be higher than 10%. Is the underground church confined to North Korea's lower class? Oh, not necessarily. In late 2004, Voice of the Martyrs reported that a North Korean army general had been executed for evangelizing his troops. If an army general was an evangelizing Christian, how many other generals and officers are Christians in secret? In any case, since the military officers top the privileged class in the North Korean society, Christianity isn't confined to North Korea's lower class. So has the tide turned? David Hawk continues in his study, Interviewee 32 was a 21-year-old woman who converted to Christianity while in China. She went back to North Korea voluntarily in 2000 and was arrested by the police in 2002 for evangelizing. She sought to convert her jailers. She convinced the police that she prayed for North Korea because she loved her country and the Korean people, and that this could not be a crime. According to this interviewee, the jailers told her, you have committed a crime related to religion, but the general forgives you and you can go free. Following repatriation in 2002, Interviewee 22 was detained initially in a prison in Huryang. With her was an old woman in her 60s who prayed constantly for God to save her. Other prisoners thought she was crazy. The old woman was released, and Interviewee 22, who at that point was not herself a believer, thought nonetheless that the old woman's release must have been God's will. Some interviewees testified that because so many North Koreans go to Korean-Chinese churches, as a matter of course, the North Korean police no longer treat this, at least in some places along the border, as cause for additional punishment 
in and of itself. Well, unfortunately, that was in 2005. More recent reports indicate that the Kim Jong-il government has since tightened its border, increasing the number of border guards, replacing or supporting them with army units, including sniper squad, and laying booby traps along the border, playing a logistically pivotal role in the ongoing spiritual battle for North Korea is its northern neighbor, China, where the North Koreans, especially women and girls, suffer yet more. I want to stop right there. We will move, uh, the next time we do the history, into the China and the other players, South Korea and uh, uh, other places that are interacting here. Show you a little bit more of what's going on. Now, obviously, this is a little old, um, but the, I wanted you to have the groundwork for what's happening in North Korea today. Recently, I've become affiliated with not not representing, but affiliated with Crossing Borders. Works out of Glenview, Illinois, uh, not too far from where I live, and I would like you to. Google that place because uh, uh, now this what I just gave you right now is from NorthKoreanChristians.com. NorthKoreanChristians.com. You can go there and check out all this information and a lot more. Crossing Borders, CrossingBordersNK.org is a place uh, you might also want to visit. Um, they will show you how you can get involved personally with refugees, and I mean, they will change names and so on, but you'll be able to support people who are real people fleeing Korea, uh, going on to safety, getting their lives together. What a joy to be able to participate in that. You won't be able to get quite inside North Korea so much. Um, there are ways to do it, but the people you try to support are not going to tell you what's going on there because they can't. So uh, you can take a chance on that. There's also uh, in CrossingBordersNK.org a way that you can support orphans. And there are quite a few. Uh, so many ways you can help. I'm just suggesting a couple. Check with Voice of the Martyrs. Check with International Christian Concern, Open Doors, and other places. There's a way. There's a way. If you will pray and ask God to guide you and direct you to the right place, you'll get it. You'll get it because he wants the help. God wants to visit his people and he wants to use you to do that. Please pray to begin with for these people. Pray for the nation. Pray that Kim Jong-un will be removed. I do that just about every day. God is hearing his people. He, he has a reason for delaying, but it's not delay in his way of looking at it. It's right on time. Everything's going to happen right on time and you'll rejoice that you were a part of that whole prayer process. God bless you today. And don't forget what the scripture says. I found this in the New American Standard Translation of, um, there it is, Ecclesiastes chapter 10, verse 4. You can look it up. If the spirit of the ruler rises against you, do not leave your post. Well, you can apply that in so many ways. If you're supposed to be there for God, be there for God regardless of what happens. Stay put. 
don't have to go to North Korea. God's given you a post right here, probably. Ask him what it is, if he has it, and then stay at your post. Be a man, be a woman of God today. Amen.